0: The florist world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted, and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day details of your business, like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way. I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today, you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings and my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore. Through coaching, courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work, that has all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom, and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, flower friend, this is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that I feel is such a use of mental energy of so many florists, and I think that's because so many florists don't know what they're supposed to focus on, and that is with social media. social media, like literally consumes uh, so much time, so much mental energy that it's it's exhausting, frankly, for so many florists, and I want to talk about today. What social media really should be used for, because in my opinion, we're, we're using it wrong. We're looking at, I want followers. So many people, followers, followers, followers. But followers are not supporting your business. What's supporting your business is driving connections with customers uh, or fans or people in general that need your services and you convert them to customers, which then converts to revenue for your business. To me, we need to focus on how we can convert those people on social media to fall in love with you and your business and then hopefully become a customer and then you're making money. And that is really what I feel the intent of social media is. Of course, we all want the vanity that I have all of these followers and all of these wonderful things and on and on, but that is not paying your bills. It's so funny because I often have um, people reach out to me and they want to grow their social media following. And I like... I have super amazing strategies that um, I share with my coaching clients and that I want to share with you today that will really help you create a plan because the other part of social media is it's fucking overwhelming. Do Do you feel like I can never keep up? Like, I don't know what to say. Literally, I have nothing to post other than like a pretty picture. And then you have all these people telling you all these strategies to post and to do these things and to do reels and to do TikToks and to do um, YouTube. And you should just be doing all the things. So I want to talk about how we can connect with our core purpose of being on social media, which is driving customers, driving connections so you can drive revenue. And to me, the best way to do that is educate. You want to be the person That is, and and this is just speaking not only to potential couples and clients reaching out to you. You want to help educate other wedding professionals because they are looking for content to share. They are looking for content to position themselves as somebody that's in the know, that's paying attention. And if you are one of those people, that you have provided value, so much value that they want to share it to their audience, that is a win. And I know so many people are just focused on like, I I just need numbers to do that. I need the notoriety. And it it was interesting because I was listening to a podcast recently, and the number one career people talk about coming out of college right now is being an influencer, which just makes me sad. (laughs) because that it's it's making them feel good to think about that being a big deal makes people feel good but i want you to be a big deal to people that are going to take out their credit card are going to take out their wallet or are going to help promote you to people that are inevitably going to do that and in all honesty, I I do get clients from Instagram. I do get clients like that are telling me in my source of where you came from, that they came from Instagram. Um, I've also had them say that I saw you tagged in a venue post. So, I mean, those things are great, but that is not the big driving factor in my business that has made it profitable. Building relationships with other vendors is a large component of what has made my business successful. So this whole education part is really, I want to help educate other vendors about me, helping them educate their fan base, their clients about topics that I pick and really just create this environment of learning because when people are learning from you, you are, you're speaking value. You are becoming relatable. You're becoming a teacher, which people love, especially when they've never done something like this before. Even though I have had repeat rights, and that's another story. You are being that person that is putting themselves out there and, and not asking for anything. You're just helping. So. To educate them, you want to make sure that you're picking content that's relevant. And I have a formula that I think is really easy like picking a topic that you want to speak about because so much of content uh, execution feels overwhelming to people. You need to make it as simple as possible. So, what I would suggest is picking a topic for that week and batching, which means that you're making a bunch of content during one like session and then scheduling that content so that you're not thinking about it for the rest of the week. So from an education standpoint, let's just say that you want to, I'm in Minnesota. So this week I'm actually going to talk about, and I've I've done one video already on it, Minnesota weddings and the cold and some ideas around what a winter bride could do. So that could be, I'm talking, I actually um, had some frozen flowers that I left in the car for a little bit after I came back because I was just like, kind of just needed to chill after my wedding this weekend. So I have these frozen flowers and I use that to educate them. Look what happens to your flowers when they're out in the cold. Then I said, here are some ideas to avoid this. And I gave them tips. I did this in a 60 second video And then I took one point that I talked about and I made a 30-second video. Then today I had another idea to talk about options in your bouquets that could be used that are less sensitive to cold. Evergreens, pine cones, different berries, twigs. So I did another 30 seconds, which is a good time for Instagram Reels specifically, that I talked about that then I'm going to take and every day I'm going to use one of those posts and post it to Instagram Reels. And when I post it with my caption and everything, I'm then going to copy because I've added all my text and everything so that it jumps out. I want to make sure that I'm using some type of text in my, my screen saver. Or if you want to make a pretty Canva image, I just don't think that that's really something that I want to invest my time in. So I just screenshot with the text of the subject. So when somebody is scrolling in Reels or in TikToks, that main header that says winter brides, uh, you know, or frozen flowers, not so great on your wedding day or something like that. So I'm screenshotting that and really like capitalizing. So that's, if this is relevant, they're going to see this. Then... I could also do a carousel post. I could do a single post with, uh, let's just say, um, some a collage of different um, evergreens that they could use in their winter wedding. I could do a carousel of those evergreens, twigs, and pine cones. So you take one idea and... Mm, Just make it bigger, dissect it into small parts that you can share frequently. So guess what? Then you got content. You got constant content going out and then that content is being shared. I literally, last week's post I um, shared that was another theme talking about why you should choose your florist and it wasn't price. So, I literally went through and I made my 60 second longer video. I made actually a three and a half minute video that I just posted as a regular post. And then I made a 30 second reel and then shared that as well. I know it's not a huge number, but my 30 second post had 880 views. And I literally had florists sharing it to their Instagram stories. I mean, that was huge. Then I took that. Those videos, and you can. Um, I use an app called Repost, which literally will take and copy from Instagram. And then you can post that because it saves into your photos, copies your caption. And then I think it's $20 a year for the app. Then you can post that in TikTok. So literally, you're just repurposing. And if then, if you have YouTube, you could post that to YouTube Shorts. So a great way to keep repurposing and so you're not doing extra work with little effort maybe you spent an hour and then you have a scheduling tool like Planoly or like Tailwind that you literally after you're done with this content batch all of that into your scheduling tool and then you don't have to worry about it because it's just it's on autopilot I am so excited to tell you guys about this. For this episode, I made this super special workbook that can help walk you through this process and help simplify some of the overwhelm and really help you create a strategy that is going to be sustainable. So go check it out at the floral hustle forward slash social. Super easy, it's amazing. Uh, And I'm also going to be doing a Facebook Live. So if you are in the Floral Hustle Facebook group, uh, we will be going live. I'll be posting about it in advance so everybody can find out the details. And we're going to go through and you guys can ask me questions. So this is going to be amazing. Because I think like that's what social media um, really like one of my unfavorite things is if you don't have it scheduled, you have posting anxiety that you should be posting, you should be doing all these things, you should be, uh, no, like just schedule it. And if you are going to dedicate time to being in the app, for one, I would uh, set in your uh, app um, like settings, you can actually set in there to turn that shit off after 15 minutes or whatever time you deem So you are not going down this rabbit hole and sucking the time out of you so that you don't have the mental energy to, to really work on anything else because you just spent an hour on social media and where did my hour just go? Then if you want to go in, do something purposeful, go and actually interact with posts of other wedding professionals of potentially people that look like they're getting married. That is way more impactful than you looking in and literally just scrolling for 30 minutes an hour. I know that that takes time and energy, mental bandwidth, and I would not be the emojis queen when you are doing this. Actually do purposeful, thoughtful interactions that are adding value to that post that tell that person what you liked about it. Um, what really jumped out. If they take an amazing photo, like, I think your uh, photo is just amazing. I just love the color combination that you picked for this or this popped out at, uh, at you. Whatever it is, really just, like, tell them so they can feel you being genuine. So education, to me, is a great strategy because you are providing so much value Not only are people going to share that value, but if somebody stumbles upon your page um, organically, they're going to see you. They're going to see how relatable, how freaking lovable you are and how much love and passion that you have for being a florist. Like, I feel like I I ooze how much I love being a florist and how excited I am about Uh, Helping people educate people. And that shows I've had people say, God, you like just look like you love what you do so much. And I absolutely do. And you can have that enthusiasm when you have a little bit of that pressure off and you're talking about a really narrow topic. It's so much easier to deliver that because you're not taking so much mental energy trying to deliver all of these things in your social media. So then some other things. Uh, I really feel there's four topics to really cover on your social media feed. One, educate, which I just talked about, but the next is promote. If somebody is coming to your page and they don't know what you sell within two seconds of looking at your page, you need to really figure out how am I going to have it? So because we have social media, so we can inevitably sell something to someone. So if we're not showing and promoting what we sell and what service we offer, like they're going to come to your page and they're going to bounce. So how can you deliver exactly what you sell just like that? So it's it's just it's so obvious and they know how to connect with you. Then I think you really want to show how relatable you are. You want to be like that expert that I'm talking about with educating but, how I was also talking about like you just want somebody like to know you as a person, like what you are fundamentally as a florist, like the excitement, the passion uh, I have personally in my feed, I have my children, I have my animals I have um I have two dogs, a Frenchie and a Boston, and I have a cute little bunny named cinnabon. Those are in my feed. those are like pillars is me being a human me really, like, loving all facets of my life and showing that because, for one, nobody wants to deal with somebody that, like, literally looks like you're going to have to peel them off the ground with a spatula because they look so unenthusiastic about their life. And then the last is inspire. Inspire to me is, like, taking all of those beautiful images that you've curated and sharing those. Um, Even part of that could be into your education because, You're posting something beautiful you had specifically about a venue to inspire that person about that venue. You're tagging that venue in the post and using their hashtag because people are going in and searching their venue's hashtag when they're planning. They're searching their venue's um, tagged location when they are planning. So then you're getting yourself out there. As long as you like that that venue and that whole um, experience of working with that venue. If you don't and you do not want to attract that, do not post it because what you post, you attract. Then the last thing I want to talk about is, and I, we did talk a little bit about it with um, really just somebody looking at your page and knowing what you do. But I see so many Instagram profiles and just profiles in general. I have no idea where the hell you are located. If I am a consumer and I want to do business with you, but I don't know if you are in Brisbane, Australia, you are in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or if you are in El Paso, Texas, there is a serious problem because I don't know if I can do business with you. And most people are not going to put any effort into trying to figure that out. If you are national, like let's just say you're selling dried flowers on Etsy or something like that. I would put where you're based, but selling with a globe sign on Etsy. So then it's clearly defined. But if you are trying to do weddings in your hometown and beyond in that area, you need to have where you are located in your profile. You need to have what you do in your profile. And another thing that I feel is critically important is who you are. I hate when I see uh, a coach or another business that has their photo of themselves throughout their feed, videos of them, and I don't know what their name is because it is nowhere on their profile. Putting that out there, for one, you're building that trust. You're building that connection, and then you are uh, making it easier because they know your name to connect not whoever the hell you are, I am interested in your wedding services, and there's no information basically about who you are or what you're, even that you're a wedding florist. Uh, I, I absolutely, when I look at someone's profile and they have all these stunning photos, but then they're plastering in these images that they made in Canva about, you know, like some... Valentine's things right now is really going around and it doesn't fit in their feed and they're really are I know they're trying to promote that they're doing Valentine's but they are not saying anything about taking everyday or special special occasion orders somebody's going to go they had Tourette's with this one post there's one post in their whole like la- 24 images that are one scroll and they're not mentioning that they do this, but I'm, I'm confused. Do they do every day? Because just because you're putting Valentine's flowers out there and maybe they're not looking for Valentine's, but they stumbled on your feed and they need to order birthday flowers or they need to order get wallflowers or something like that. If you're not putting that out there repeatedly and very clearly in your profile, people are not going to dig to try to figure that out. And then the last thing I want to talk about is a thing called Linktree. Linktree, you've probably seen it a million times. You get one link in Instagram. And a lot of times when you click on that, it will actually say Linktree in the name. You can see it with the the, um, business's name. It goes to this beautiful landing page. If you actually go to Instagram and go and hit my, uh, my, my link in my bio, and you will see what Linktree is. You can actually, when you're paying, like put your brand colors in it. I have an image in there. And then I'm having multiple links for people to connect with me because I might say, in my bio, hit the link, and it's going to be there. So this is an opportunity for you to share different facets of your business with that one link and make it easy for people to connect because people will not dig. And it's a very small investment on a monthly basis. I think it was like $5 a month, super cheap. But you can go in and let's just say you're having a workshop. That can be a button to connect to buy a workshop um, ticket. Then let's just say you are booking weddings. Click here to look at our availability. Click here to um, send us your inquiry. Then you can have another one if you sell daily arrangements or everyday arrangements. Click here if you'd like to order flowers, um, special occasion flowers. All those could be in one link because it's going to a landing page. And you can actually source in your analytics on your website, as long as you have a, a website that has tracking, you can source where that um, click is coming from, it will say link tree. So then you know it came from Instagram. So it helps like funnel that tracking a little bit as well. I hope you enjoyed today. I hope this gives you some ideas on how to, for one, make your social media easy. I'm all about easy. So having a content strategy, especially around education, to help educate your brides, the content will just literally dump out of you every time you think of something you're like oh this would be somebody asks you a question somebody comments on something on instagram um during your console somebody mentioned something this would be a great topic to talk about i have an evernote in my phone i plug it in there and i make if i can't do that really quick all i do is just go and text to myself so you can just have a continuous bank of content ideas to share and educate your audience show what you sell position yourself as an expert, build trust, and inspire your followers, all while keeping sane with this really digestible strategy. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening and all the support. I've just been so overjoyed with all of the support the podcast is getting so far. And so I appreciate you, friend. Flower friend one more quick reminder please head on over to the floralhustle.com forward slash social and download the social media guide for florists this will walk you through and help you develop a strategy to show up show up consistently and feel like your content really is speaking to your ideal audience have a great day friend thank you so much for hanging out with me today If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.